0: from My Creative Life, and today I have fellow SCAD student Chinmaye here, and thank you so much for being on my podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Nancy, for having me, and uh, I just absolutely love your process and work, so yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: <laughs> oh, well, it's an honor. I love the work that I saw that you created in class. You have a great um, design and concept, which we'll talk about later, but I wanted the people who are listening to learn a little bit more about you.
1: Yeah, so um, I'm Jinnai. I'm from India. Currently, I'm pursuing my master's in illustration at SCAD Savannah, before which I worked at the crossroads of uh, communication design as a graphic designer and a UI designer for two years in Mumbai. And uh, my my work there was focused around branding, packaging, advertisement, and then making visual designs for apps and websites. But yeah, apart from that, I love
0: traveling, photography, a good cup of coffee, and reading books. So yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I was wondering, um, what kind of brought you to an art field for a career? What got you interested in that?
1: So, um, like I grew up with uh, drawing and painting as a hobby and throughout school making know these little series of drawings where you went to remember all of my answers for my exams Mm -hmm. and then uh, one thing that I very, very clearly remember is uh, during my 7th or 8th grade when I got this old camera. I would spend like hours and hours going around, you know, capturing these uh, things that I found interesting, and it kind of taught me to, you know, like take a closer look at things and kind of, you know, just appreciate the ordinary. And I remember, like, it just it used to just, you know, fuel me with like inspiration to write poems, make sketches. And, but um, where I was from, it's like a small town in India, okay. where, um, where in art is something you would kind of do in your free time and nobody around me had ever even heard of you know a or an art college so because everybody at that point of time was like pursuing engineering or accountancy and I remember with that conditioning I just wanted to you know have a secure job and sustain myself but uh, I also knew that I would be a very very frustrated person if I don't follow my heart and I was very bad at maths anyway so engineering was out of question but sure. uh, yeah, luckily my family was supportive and I know graphic designers have like secure jobs and I took that first safe step and I got enrolled to a design school, okay. which was kind of my entry to the art field. But yeah, mm. yeah.
0: that's great. Um, yeah, that I, that makes sense because you have very strong design sensibilities. <laughs> the work that I saw I was like, wow, she has this great marriage of design and illustration. It feels like it belongs together really really well makes for a really strong final piece and I always loved all the um whenever we had to come up with our concepts and post them in the pdfs I was like wow this is this is really nicely designed it's very impressive thank you so much Nancy thing <laughs> and so I was wondering so what got you thinking to switch to illustration and to go to grad school for it
1: yeah so it's like um, i think my interest in illustration kind of stems from growing around uh, these mythological stories and Mm -hmm. folklores and the way it kind of impacted me entirely my childhood in and Mm -hmm. i kind of knew what i wanted to be back then and then you know you just grow up and everybody tells you what life should look like and mm. what success means and you know, you're tempted to take the safe road uh, but even when I was working as a graphic designer like all of my uh, projects it kind of had an illustrative approach but I knew that I was just scratching the surface of something that I was really drawn to and it just felt unnatural to not do it <laughs> and then um, and then like what i had in my basket kind of was this overlap of graphic design and photography and this arts to tell stories and yes. and then i just knew that i kind of had to you know train myself to formally draw and that's what you know kind of i, I that's what that's why i got enrolled to scared and to just have this confidence to kind of work as a professional illustrator to mm-hmm. understand the market though just the technique that I'm using and stuff like that but
0: yeah yeah to answer your question no that's great I mean I really you you'll do very well because of your because I think it does help having that design understanding you because um you have such strong concept and then I think you'll know you know because you've had to design it so you know how your illustration work is going to be utilized so I think that's a big plus so and it makes you very flexible I mean you can we can do it all so that's great so another question I wanted to ask so what is your current um, favorite technique that you're using to create your illustrations
1: so like I personally enjoy working with opaque mediums okay. so with gouache um, acrylic colors and pastels, because I kind of grew grew up using opaque mediums I, I did enjoy watercolor as well but I kind of feel like more in charge when I'm using opaque mediums and I'm more confident, I would say. Mm-hmm. And...
0: Are there sucks. any artists that have influenced or inspired your work or process?
1: Um, like, when, when talking about inspiration, I always feel, oh my God, there is so much inspiration mm-hmm. all around you. And then there is so much you can learn, like, even from our classmates, like, in mm-hmm. class. But, uh, like, maybe just to, you know, name one... One artist, I think, Lorenzo Matotti is such mm. a... I just, I just love his work. Like, every line of his is just so expressive. And I, I'm I'm just blown by his work all the time. So, yeah.
0: Great. Thank you for sharing that. So, what are your hopes and um goals for when you finish with your degree? What would you like to be doing?
1: Hmm. So, that question is always like this great question in front of us, ahead. but uh, I think because I'm an international student, it will be a little different for me uh, okay. because I just get to work in the U.S. like for a year. So um, my immediate plan, like I would say, is uh, working at a public a publishing house okay. uh, where I could work with book covers and you know in this art department, so that I don't drift away completely. But uh, it's also tempting, like with the previous experience of you know. Uh, design and illustration together for branding and packaging i i don't want to shut all those doors Mm -hmm. Um, but but eventually i think i do want to be a full-fledged freelancer and make picture books Mm -hmm. and work on editorials Mm -hmm. but uh, also for now i don't want to limit myself you know and narrow it down because i think i think just time has its way to narrow things down for us and i just wait and watch (laughs)
0: Oh yeah, that's yes. a great call. I mean, you do so many things so well with your work. I felt that the the course because there were so many mm-hmm. great students in my in this advanced techniques class and y'all were so friendly, offered really great suggestions. And I did go back on uh, one of your suggestions. I went back after the class was over and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna fix that, I'm gonna add more texture and stuff. So I really appreciated. it. So can you give um any of the listeners or even myself some advice for how did you get so strong or what are some things that people can do to get better at color, concept, um, integrating design with your illustration, um, and you also have great craftsmanship. What are some suggestions that you would offer from your experience that helped you make those leaps in your own work? First of
1: all, thank you so much for being so you know, elaborate and kind because I remember Good. during our classes, the feedback that you know, we receive it. So it's so important. And I used to just love getting that feed, feedback as well. Um, to answer your question, I think I like how I go about it yeah. is I often focus on why of my work. And okay. I think it comes from this, um, you know, this designer background that I have, wherein I know that every image is created, like it's a piece of communication and yes. it's a visual solution. So it's going to be, you know, it's, it's complementing the experience mm-hmm. either uh, of the words in the book or the brand story for the packaging. So I think that that why is a very good anchor for me to kind of, you know, study my targeted audience or research and to just, um, I don't know, maybe just to realize that this piece is just not the art that I am sending to the world, but it, it has a purpose, right? Like it's going to reach some person and I think yeah, yeah and like we as artists we are constantly working on our skills so I just believe in working with what I have with me today and just mm-hmm. grow from there because I I can't keep saying okay I'm going to make good work when I kind of have all of that in my basket and I can just you know, create work but I think just to work with what we have today and just give that our best shot so yeah that, that's what I would say. Oh
0: well, very nice thank you for sharing that um yeah, I love the concepts um, in your work. They, they seem to me very concept driven. So it felt like there was always a purpose. There was always a meaning that I could grasp uh, pretty quickly by just looking at the work. And I, um, and I really liked even your, your uh, digital illustration work as well. I just was like, wow, this stuff is great. And your sense of um, just how you, you know, space and color and everything really complemented itself really well. So, how have you been promoting your own illustration work? Because I find that working as a designer, you know, people kind of like to put you in a box and they say, well, we think you're a designer or you do, you know, this or that. So, how have you tried to maybe um, get people aware of your illustration work? What has been, um, how do you promote yourself in that area? So, I
1: think this question is something that I constantly ask myself as well. Like, do I want to be an illustrator? Do I want to be a designer? Like, do, do I want to be a designer? And I just think it took me some time to accept that um, if I just, you know, call myself one, doesn't it doesn't stop me from being the other. So I just kind of I just try to put it all together in, in the best possible way, but, um, I've been, uh, I have my website, so right. I kind of update my work on my website regularly and, uh, I promote my work on Instagram as well. I, though I know that you have to be like super, you know, uh, what do you say? You have to be really active on Instagram. So I wouldn't say I'm super, you know, busy on the promoting front, but I still think that, uh, you know. If I spend some more time just working with my art and rest of all rest rest of the other things will kind of fall in place slowly by slowly. And so right now I'm kind of focusing on the craft itself and the promotion will kind of you know I just I just hope it you know falls in place. But yeah, nothing very not ordinary that I'm
0: doing. So oh no, it's okay. I was wondering how often do you update your website? That would be good to hear about. Mm-hmm. So usually like once I have
1: worked on three to four projects, I think mm-hmm. um, I kind of go and update my website or if there is something, uh, if, if I'm sending my uh, website URL to some, you know, for my internships or mm-hmm. let's say I'm looking for some freelance opportunities, I would definitely, you know, go back and kind of remove the projects that I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be seen on
0: i not that proud of. So. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I just went through after this class that we had. I was just like, it's time to refresh. Yeah. And I just like re-overhauled <laughs> all of the things I had on there, updated a lot of things. They were just, it gets outdated very quickly. I was like, oh, it's been some time since I last did this. Now, I'm sorry. I know this wasn't originally in my question, but this would be good to share with the listeners. You mentioned you're looking yeah. at internships. So, um, since you would like to be, uh, you said maybe in publishing, are you looking for publishing uh-huh. internships? Have you been, like, um, you know, how how have you been looking and finding the internships that you, or people, companies you want to work with? So, um,
1: recently I uh, just, I think I yeah. interned in summer, yeah, with okay. a celebrity literary agency. Oh, and cool. I think, um, like, the... Uh, the owner, she was so kind enough to connect me to all these creative directors, and I got a chance to kind of one-on-one interview, have interview with Gordon James, and even talk, and there were a few more. So it was an it was a wonderful opportunity, and I kind of partly got that internship because of my graphic design background. Because she's like, okay, I see that yeah. you can kind of uh, help me with the website, and uh, you can also. In the site that I can you know, introduce you to all these illustrators and creative directors mm-hmm. that I have worked with before so it was kind of a big <laughs> so yeah
0: that's awesome I think that's great I mean um internships like that was something I didn't do really in my undergrad so I've mm-hmm. done one so far and I did it with an illustrator and that was really helpful because I had never uh, he works full-time as an mm-hmm. illustrator Um, in children's books. So that really made it like he gave me a lot of behind the scenes and he, and I ended up doing mainly graphic design work for him. It wasn't really illustration based, but it was great seeing the business side of like, this is how, you know, he approaches it, how he gets into his markets, how he talks to um, clients and new areas, um, new markets that he's trying to break in. So I thought it was really fascinating. Mm -hmm.
1: And it's like, there are so many things that I was totally unaware of, like, even though a number of, you know, because I was totally new to the entire publishing industry. So it was literally like preschool for me to kind of get into publication industry before I actually got into it. So yeah, I think it was great.
0: Yeah, I highly recommend to anybody who's listening. If you are not sure, I think it's a great way to figure out, like, how do you like the day-to-day? Some people might find out like, oh, I may not like this aspect of freelancing in illustration because of X, Y, Z. And you really might not know until you actually maybe talk to somebody or you, you know, intern with them. And then you go, oh, I didn't realize this is what it's like every day to do this job, you know. And there would be things that you love and you're like, oh, I love this about this job. So I think it's a great way to kind of practice and, and hone your skills and kind of see if you like the working environment.
1: Yeah, definitely, because then I also realized that they work mostly with freelancers. So yeah. there's not much to do in-house, which was a great uh, you know, learning from that because it kind of, because I had this idea, okay, they have an art department with illustrators in it, but it's not so because most of them, they just outsource
0: it to freelancers. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. that's great well I think that's excellent that you made that contact and then you got to um, do the interviews and so here's another question because it wasn't on my list because you have such great experience so what would you recommend if you're trying to prepare for an interview for a in-house job what would you recommend somebody do that would help them maybe feel more confident be more ready for that interview
1: so I think when I mentioned that I interviewed these people yes. it was it was mostly like I had this question there that the way we are having a conversation it was yes. just that like I was just you know having a conversation with them but if we are preparing for the in-house internship as you asked me yeah. I think um, just understanding why you're doing what you're doing is so important because so many times when we are asked a question is the time we actually start thinking about so I think if we just ask those questions to ourselves and kind of, you know, we just know what we're doing, I think, uh, and confidence and all of that will just follow you. If, if you just know it in your heart, you just know it. I don't know if it's very helpful, but that, that's how I do it.
0: That's great. Um, so my next question is, if you could go back into a time machine and go back to your younger self, what would you tell yourself that would help you out in your art journey? If I answer this question,
1: do I get a time machine? (laughs) (laughs) I wish I I had one. (laughs)
0: I'd use it on myself. (laughs) You know, it's been a lot of learning. So what what would you tell yourself?
1: You know, I, I would say to myself, do not take myself so seriously. And not worry so much. Because I kind of think it just, you know, stop me from making mistakes. And it just slows down your progress. Okay. So it's kind of, you should just not take yourself so seriously. And just, you know, take one day at a time. Because I... Like I I think I've come a long way. At least I would like to believe that, but I was such 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 a person. Like I would just keep worrying all the time, Oh my god, what mm-hmm. is gonna happen? What will I mm-hmm. do? What if this doesn't work out? And I think that was the base thought. Oh my god, what this what if this doesn't work out? So I used to just be living on plan B's. So I think You're all right, you don't have to be so you know, worked up about it. Just just relax is what I would like to <laughs> tell myself.
0: I really agree with you like I used to be very I just thought about already the fail you know I almost like I would second guess myself I would be like well this isn't gonna work out why would this even work out like why you know and it would prevent myself from trying things and then this second time around and going back to school and getting my graduate degree I finally was like you know, all the things that I didn't try that I held back from doing, I'm just going to do it. And who really cares because everybody else has their own problems and their own stuff that they're working on. (laughs) Everybody's so busy. Like, does anybody really care if I, you know, and it really is part of the process. I think you will make mistakes. Life in general is just kind of like that. And you, and the ones that I found that were mistakes I just learned from it and then you move on. And I don't think, you know, it's, you get a lot out of experience. It's about what you, what you try, what you're, you know, and and try to have fun too, if you can. Mm -hmm. So what do you recommend for um, people who are artists? How do you balance that work life, like, you know, going to school, doing an internship or, you know, just doing your, uh, how do you balance all that? Do you have any suggestions or what you do to keep it on track? hmm
1: i don't know about suggestions but i can just you know tell what i kind of do yeah. i think the way i start and end my day is like very important to so yeah. i have a small morning routine wherein i practice some yoga some meditation and i try my best to never kind of you know let my work invade that little time that i have carved for myself and just kind of you know just just yeah we just try to you know do that day after day but I think my mornings are super super important, and that just gives me kind of the you know to to give that opportunity to kind of set the tone for the day, and and I just don't actually I have to stop making the to do lists because I have realized the more to do lists that I make, I just don't end up following them for some reason. It's just the satisfaction of writing things down. Okay, maybe I'm gonna get that done. But you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah.
0: I think morning, mornings are the key. for for a good day I think. I like starting my day out with some exercise in the morning as I I feel like it gets me energized (laughs) and I have to wake up at the same time I mean it's it's kind of one of those things having a routine for me has been very helpful during this whole COVID thing I'm like I kind of have to have okay I need to do this then move on to that and I've found that um, especially because with graduate school as you know it's just you know, you got to keep up on your work and stuff. So I try really hard not to procrastinate. And the work from uh, the class that we were in was so good. Mm-hmm. You got you you were doing great work. I mean, some of the other students, great work. And it made me feel like, oh man, I got to up my game. The, they are so yeah. great with their work, and you know, having this vision of what they want um, for their style and what they're trying to communicate. It really made me work harder which was a good thing
1: yeah, yeah. there's this always this uh, I don't know what the term is called but something you know you just get inspired by the way somebody's working and it's not supposed to be a bad thing like we are not comparing ourselves but it can you know definitely give you that extra you know fuel yeah. to kind of
0: yeah, cuz I think the market is very broad and like each of us had different interests. Like I'm children's books, you know, some people might be advertising, some people might be like, you know, they everybody's, you know, had a lot of varied interests, some editorial as well. You know, it's just like different markets and our styles are so different. It's just like so I felt like it was a, it was just, you know, watching everybody work so hard. And work um, to improve their craft. He was like, "Oh, I I don't want to get left behind too. I need to work, you know, work harder on my own stuff." You know, so I found it very inspiring. I found it very motivational um, for me, and everybody's super nice, like yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think you were always ahead of the schedule, which I have to be very honest was a little. It did make me nervous. Like, oh my god, Nancy, Nancy's always ahead of the
0: schedule. Oh, I, well, I was taking art history, and I am not good at writing, and I literally have to spend like, you know, like for, I could tell in art history, you know, those students who are writing majors or creative writers, and you're like, oh, I bet you it only took them a couple hours. They're, they've written so much. They're just really, so for me, like, I'd have days that I had writing days, and some days there were illustration days. And it was just, yeah, I mean, I got better at my writing for art history, but it was a real challenge. I was like, ooh, it, that was, that was tough. I was just like, it, I don't come naturally to writing. So if I wrote something, I'd have to wait a day and then go back and look at it. And then I'd be like, ooh, this is terrible. And then i have to spend the whole day reworking it. So, yeah, so a lot of it was because of that other class. I was like, ew. But, uh Yeah. But, um, I know you got some really beautiful pieces, um, for your portfolio, um, your last final project. And I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to comment on it because I think, you know, everybody was, you know, got their stuff in and everything. And it was just like, um, but I saw it and on your Instagram and it looked fantastic. so 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 I can definitely see your interest to be in the published market. I know you will be very successful in that area. Anybody who hires you will be very happy because I could definitely tell your work ethic and your passion in your work. And um, I believe my second to last question is, at the end of your life, you've created all the art or illustration you wanted and there could be nothing left behind but three final truths. What would they be? This
1: question got me thinking. And uh, to be very honest, I genuinely hope what I have at the end of my life is not something that I already know today. Because otherwise, because just two years ago, I didn't know, like, after two years, I was going to be in Savannah. I was studying illustration and I'm following this thing that I always wanted to do. So after, like, I I would like to believe that I will at least live for another 30 years, I think. So, So I generally, no, I don't want to know it already because it's just from... From what yeah. I've learned right now, I can't know kind, kind of gauge that. Mm-hmm. But um, and I, I, there's this really nice quote. I heard oh. that um, if you already know where you're going to be, you're on somebody else's path. So you mm-hmm. need to let go of that fear and kind of you know, explore your own things. So maybe for those three, three things, um, I think I hope we all
0: find the courage to be fearless and
1: honest and kind
0: yeah yeah that would be it <laughs> oh, those are great things to live by and the last question is where can people see your work since um unfortunately i mean i love i really enjoy talking to people but i wasn't wish there was some way on the podcast to share the illustration <laughs> work so i uh would love to put in the description box um at least a link where people can go and see more of your work
1: yeah, so um, I post all of my most of my illustrations on uh, my Instagram handle. Uh, I also have a website, like I said before. And it, my website also includes all of my graphic design projects, the freelance or so projects that I work on, wow. and also my photographs. So my website will be one. Um, yeah, and just for my photographs, I also upload them on unsplash.com. So okay. that will be one too So Okay, great.
0: Yeah. Well... Thank you so much for being on the uh, podcast and talking to us and uh, sharing your expertise and your knowledge in the uh, arts field. And I hope you have an enjoyable break from uh, the, for the quarter.: Thank you so much, Nancy, and thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Everybody, thank you for listening to my Creative life.